Hi, I'm Stephen Crafty. I'm here at RMIT University in Melbourne and I'm presenting Talking Design. I've got an interesting duo here, um, Helen McFarlane and Drew Hinnanen from Outlines. And look, I, I actually hadn't heard about them before and the first time I heard about them was uh, seeing their work on Demir Damar, one of the world's leading uh, fashion designers. They did all the mirrors for his boutique in Paris, and I couldn't believe it. I thought, oh my God, that's amazing. And um, so Rodney Eggleston, who's been on the show uh, previously, said, oh, look, they're extraordinary. You should really get in touch with them. So I did, and it was just lovely meeting Helen for the first time. And I remember the first time she had a mask on. I think she was <laughs> in the middle of experimenting, and she removed her mask, and she said, we don't create mirrors, we destroy mirrors. So welcome <laughs> to the program. I'm really delighted that you came in, both of you. Thanks, Tim. Um, just tell me a little bit about your background individually, because I think... Um, You've, you've got interesting backgrounds. So, Helen, maybe we'll start with you. Well, I've been involved in the interior decorating world for about 25 years, and after uh, one particular business, I um, decided to do something about mirrors. Um, I didn't really like the look of the headlights in your face, and... Um, this sounds a bit pretentious, but I was sitting in Florian's in Venice and I looked at those mirrors in the little cubicles and I knew then that it was uh, the reflectivity had been diminished. So, so they were old mirrors. Yes, and they were softer. And I came back home into the garage and I experimented for two years and then I got there and I went to a little workshop in South Melbourne and... Here I am. That's how it started. Yes. So what was it about the mirror, apart from the fact that it was dull, mm. you know, the, the new mirrors, you didn't, you thought they were too glary? Or? Yes, and they were too confronting. Um, you just were, uh, you, you couldn't hide from yourself. Um, they, <laughs> they were everywhere. They, um, it's interesting because the, 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 last 10 years i would say have been fairly glitzy in yeah. in interior design mm. chandeliers mm. very mirrored finishes and your timing's impeccable because really there is a change now to very rustic interiors um, and very kind of almost bespoke, worn yeah, bespoke uh, yes yes and uh, so i started off on framed mirrors and i destroyed them and I destroyed them nearly to the, just hanging on by the edge. The silver was nearly all gone. And I put them in frames and I had little embellishments, which I bought in Venice and had a lovely time. And uh, what did you do? You started selling? Oh, yes, there? yes, yes. Um, uh, there are uh, over mantles, many of them, and dressing mirrors and all of that. And I could play for about a week. Uh, by myself. <laughs> it wasn't very economical. <laughs> <laughs> but you, ha you had the help from, from Don as well. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. The reason I was even allowed to start it was Don's an industrial chemist. This is your so partner. My husband. Yeah, it's my husband. And uh, uh, there were very, very strict codes and regulations. Okay. So... so People obviously are warm to your mirrors. We see them now in cafes, in bistros, in mm. um, private homes. The Demir de Mar store 
received huge publicity in, yes, on did, magazine yes, covers. Yeah, 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 so that obviously was good for you. Um, Drew, how did you get connected to the industry, cause, to the business? Because you're an architect by training. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I graduated from RMIT in 2008 and I've, mm. I've worked in two small architecture firms. Um, mm. And I guess it was a stroke of luck uh, initially. Um, I was interested in, in mirrors um, and I was looking for a mirror for a client and I went to Outlines um, and I had a look around and um, Helen and I basically since then have... Uh, Hit it off yeah. instantly. <laughs> so you just said, uh, Helen, you, Drew, you said to Helen, are you looking for anyone to help you? Or you just... Well, he came back from overseas and I asked him if he'd help me for two days because he was working for three days and it sort of grew from there. Yeah, so it was it was a part-time type thing while I was doing um, my architecture work yeah. um, and then I, I just love it, Stephen. I, you know... I wake up every day and and love coming to work. And um, is it the process, or is it seeing seeing mirrors in people's homes or in in commercial interiors? What, it's 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 the process. It's um, the creativity involved in in what we do. I, I think is, uh, you know, we, we get a brief. And how does uh, the brief start? Because the people that don't, yeah. uh, I mean, some of the examples where people can see your work would be nice as well. I mean, in there's a place in Gertrude Street where. Well, yeah, there's Birdman Eating. Birdman um, Eating, yep. you can see the mirrors. And Gorski and Jones. Gorski. Yeah, and Jones. Jones. Yeah. So, so yeah. How does the process yeah. start? Well, people, um, clients in the past, for example, with, with March Studio, with Demir Damar, um, they came to us wanting wanting something but not knowing exactly what it was yet. Um, they wanted a dirty, raw uh, type of mirror. Um, and, in, and in its half half baked process mm -hmm. that was <laughs> so it was it was about us experimenting and and Rodney Eggleston um, gave us the opportunity mm -hmm. to experiment and that that was so much fun um, and we sort of come to a you know th there's trials and there's there's a lot of failures but through failure there's um, opportunity in in knowing what we can and can't do and we we try to stretch the boundaries of of what's possible with with mirrors and what you can do with silver. So how many pieces were actually sent over to Paris? About two hundred and twenty or something. Five hundred. No, there was two hundred and twenty, yeah. but uh, it was fifty-five square, square meters. Fifty-five square yeah. meters. Yeah, and the, the ceiling and wrapping down the, the walls canopy, yeah. and canopy yeah, as well. Yeah, it's an amazing. It really is. I, I thought I knew it just by doing the mirrors, but I went in there and I felt. You visited. Yes. 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 And, yes, the mirrors were there, but the beautiful marble staircase, the layers of, that he did, you just feel as though you're going into cloudland. It's just amazing. It must really, have been wonderful. It really was. I really was I so... I mean, to be yeah. represented on Rue Saint-Honoré right. yeah. in the Faubourg end, uh, yeah, yeah. the very posh end, end of yeah. Paris, yeah. must be quite exhilarating to it see was. your work. Yes, yes. My husband was just amazed at just the the whole uh, the whole space. So, people obviously see mirrors in a commercial sense. You know, the the bars and cafes would see a very traditional mm. sense along walls. But what are the type of uses you can kind of suggest to people that they use these distressed mirrors for? Well, I, I think it's important, Stephen. Um, the the issue I've had um, 
since coming to Outlines is trying to explain to people what it is we actually do with mirrors because um, it's it's not your normal mirror. It's it is distressed. It can be antiqued, but it can be it, it's it's so much more. Um, when I say that, I mean we we do different textures on mirrors, so it's almost like reflective um, effects, if you like. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's not. When we say we do mirrors, for example, the the Gorski and Jones store in Collingwood in Smith Street, mm -hmm. um, that the brief there was to provide uh, mirrors along two walls mm -hmm. um, in, in the restaurant that looked like they had always been there. Um, there was a fire, I think, in 1890 or around that time, in, and it was it was an old butcher shop, and um, the client Megan wanted us to create the mirrors uh, to reflect that space back then. So, um, you know, these things, that, that was a finish that's called our water damage finish. We, we invented that for yeah. her. So, so um, a lot of our finishes we, we sort of invent with the client in mind. Um, okay, but you can use them for, I mean, I see the uses as uh, not just for in cafes but for splashbacks splash in kitchens oh, oh yes, course, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, rather than thinking oh, i have to be really precious with cooking no. you know any grime that gets added to the the mirror it just adds to the patina mm. uh bathrooms you could do whole walls, walls in bathrooms absolutely yes, um, yes i mean really the possibilities are endless is it just people don't they have to move away from tiles to actually, you know, they have tiles in their mind. And so it's very difficult to tell people, well, look, you can actually do what you want with mirrors. Or, you know, yeah. rather than just I, go I, for the tiled look. Yeah, I, I sort of feel that I've gone in the head beyond the, the vision of just a mirror. Um, it's a... Um, a mirror-like finish, but it's got other textures in it. So you're not actually, um, you're not actually thinking mirror. You're thinking this different texture, and it becomes. You know, we did seven meters on this um, uh, the, the, penthouse. Yes, yeah. with just a windswept, sunlit area that you couldn't do anything with, and Robin came up with a. Uh, this so it really is al fresco but it's all covered in and he just wanted black mirror because it otherwise it would be like a telescope or something mm -hmm. and it's very dark but it's got starbursts coming out and it's black looks um, amazing but, but um, yeah you, you, in terms of the application Stephen, the opportunities mm -hmm. really are endless um yeah. yeah so ceiling for ceilings for walls um floors or not no no, 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 no. Not you floors. can't walk on no. the floor you can't yeah. walk on that surface no. Outdoor mirrors. Yes, yes. oh, outdoor. yes. Internal, yes, external. Yes, um, yes, yes. Outdoor bench mirrors. Bench tops, yeah. even yeah. coffee tables, dining room tables. Um, we've had requests for that. Yeah. Um, so, so you're generally working with architects, interior designers. Yes, yes, yes. yes. You don't really get people off the street. No, we, we're yeah. wholesale. Yeah. So you get yeah. people. Yeah. So it's outlines. Um, how do you know when you've got something right? I mean, you, you work on these things, you might take, you know, 20, 30 times to get right. How do you know when it's right? When it hangs together. But when, how do you when, know? when it fits the space, when it's got the credibility to act, actually, you can see it belonging in the space. Well, yeah, um, Helen and I critique our work together as we're doing it. It's like a collaborative type of mm -hmm. partnership, really, where, um, you know, we're highly critical of, of what we do. Um, and you know, we we have this philosophy uh, where we don't want to send out anything unless we're 
100% happy with with it ourselves. We'll take it um, off. Yeah, or else we'll just again. start again. And yeah. you know, it might take us 15 times to do something that's quite small, um, but we have to be happy with it, um, which is quite rare in the industry. Oh no, no, no! Mm. I just if I don't like it, that's our measure. If mm. I do like it, I will send it out. If I don't like it, it can't go out. It's probably mm. premature, but. Um, Two things. One is, what what's the feedback been from Paris? Has there been work generated from the Demir de Mar store in Paris? No, there hasn't. I don't. But when I went there in last October, and I was surprised at the reception that I got from the whole, you know, from All Demir the down. Yeah, yeah. They were, um, they were just delighted to be in the whole environment. Mm. And this was part of it. And the young girls were saying, I like that panel up there. I like this panel here. Mm. And they knew them like mm. paintings in a gallery. Well, they are paintings. Yes, yes. I mean, you and could equally uh, take one of them, put take on panels the and use them as pieces basic. of art. Uh, yes, mm. yes. In terms of direction, I think it's a very strong direction, uh, this very dirty look. Because yes, I think yes. we've had a very sanitised look for many years now. <laughs> and I think it's... Well, I think there's something quite precious about uh, the hand and the sense of hand on work, yes, but yes. also the sense that things aren't perfect, yes. but that, that yeah. aged look is yes. quite special. Yeah. Have you finding that interior designers are moving away from that very glitzy look or that you just have a certain clientele that understand it? Because I, I imagine there's still people that don't, don't get it. Well, no, very few have said, why do you uh, leave your dirt dirty marks on them. In fact, uh, one particular gentleman saw yeah. uh, Gorski and Jones and he was doing up his kitchen mm. and he found us and uh, he got on to some architect who uh, contacted us and all he wanted was if dirt got on it, it would, he would join yes. it in with the um, water damaged look which has got dirt running or watermarks running down it. What, what's um, the most difficult part of the process? Is it capturing the brief from someone or...? Trying to understand because they, they will say, I want it to look old. Mm, I want it to yeah. look antique. You don't... What does that mean? They can't really tell you. So you have to see the space and see where they're going to put it and say... And then you've obviously got samples yeah. you can give to people yes, and tell yes, them, you know, yes, this is the type yes. of look or finish uh, I think is appropriate. And they're fully aware that it's water on water, so they can't have this little section here mm. repeated all over mm. and all that sort of... Uh, What's the, um, the most enjoyable part of the whole process for you? Is it seeing it in context when everything's yeah, done? when it comes together. And That's when the, the client's happy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um... Yeah. Yeah, um I mean, with, with with the samples, um, because because everything that we do is handmade. Um, you know, I guess that the, the difficult part of you know providing a sample to someone is yeah. the fact that when you do it again, it's not going to be emulated in the exactly. exact precise mm. uh, way that it was in the sample. Yeah. So we we stress to our clients that you know it's water on water what we do, and um, you know nothing is ever the same. No no piece of mirror will ever be the same that we that we uh, put out. In the other thing, Drew, is that, and obviously your architectural background comes in enormously, that you yes, can actually yes. envisage yeah. how things can actually get done. So people can have an idea, but mm. you can say, look, it's just not going to work. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And that's I think right. that's a big 
that 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 was that that was the most wonderful thing that happened to the uh, to the directions of where I was going. Uh, because Drew, Drew could say, in. look, yeah, you can't yeah, do it. Yes, is yes. there anything that, you know, you'd rather put people off and say, look, is this not going to work? A bench top? Um, Difficult no, or no, not? No, you'd scratch it. You'd scratch yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, and I guess um, if there's a particular look that they, they are in, uh, client's interested in, mm-hmm. um, if uh, sometimes over a, a large scale it, it, it sort of loses the effect that they might see in a small sample, mm-hmm. um, and that's something that... That Helen and I will will discuss with the client as you it know, ends up like wallpaper or something like and that. It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So sometimes it can be lost depending on on, on the size, um, um, yeah, and also the application of, of the finish. So I mean, we, we have about 20, 20 different finishes at the moment, and we're continually growing and experimenting each day. Um, each day, a new thought pops into my head. It must be wonderful. I mean, I think what was lovely about meeting you both for the first time was how grounded you both are, and you're producing this amazing product, um, but just very conscious of the process. And it was delightful meeting Helen for the first time, and you were wearing a mask. (laughs) So you're very much a hands-on duo, and it's quite refreshing um, in this industry to meet people who are literally hands-on and, you know, want to be able to get their hands dirty. Four hands hands on the glass, and what is really wonderful um, is we both think the same thing because you're tilting this piece of glass that's two metres mm. or three metres long and you've got to tilt it and jiggle it around. And But we both think the same. What's been probably the biggest disaster? Has there been a disaster or something that was the most challenging thing? I mean, Demir Damar putting, you know, hundreds of tiles together from Melbourne must have been... What do you think's been the most difficult, or is that has been the most difficult? I'd say that. What do you think about the the um, tempered shadows, Helen? About um, just the 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 failure rate. There's (laughs) There's a failure rate of of, uh, my original mirrors. um, Is enormous. These are over mantles. Yes, yes. Um, Because you you will abrase the um, the silver off, and you can't get this now because they've put aluminium in, in instead of silver um, <laughs> to mirrors. That's why they look so blue. Uh, but you abrase it, and then you've got to oxidise it and age it, and that means you're destroying it even further, and you've got a window of opportunity of a split second when you've Killed it all, burnt it all off. So. And you could lose it. Lose it. You start yeah, again. You got a, a sheet of glass. <laughs> but, but for example, um, on our website, there's a picture of um, yeah, nine pane mirror with a. It's it's called light tempered shadows. Um, and th- some days we could do one piece um, <laughs> six times. So you have to actually cut six other bits of glass. Um, so, you know, you, you'll have a day where you plan to have... This is when Drew yeah. came in and said, you've got to do something else. Oh, so <laughs> it'd be a bit more commercial. <laughs> so my, my, uh, my frustration levels at the end of the day where I think, OK, well, we'll get this bit, bit of mirror done, um, you know, and uh, prepare it for, you know paint uh, backing paint tomorrow and then and then you actually get absolutely nothing done and um you feel like you've wasted it away yeah um, it's a bit like bronze car, uh, bronze yeah. work it's so many yeah. procedures and all that and um, i also think it's a little bit like making souffles 
for the first time. <laughs> for the first time. Flop. You might get one right the first time can, and then you've got to get 80 right, you know. <laughs> Look, I think it's, it's when I first saw the product, I was so excited. All I could think of was all the applications that yes, people could yes, yeah. uh, uh, use the, wonderful mirrors for and you know i look at standard tiles and i think oh i'd rather see mm. know, this lovely rich mm. patina mm. in the morning mm. um i think it's going to be something that is going to grow enormously in the next few years to be quite honest because i think people do want something with character and i think they want something quite bespoke and, and tactile and tactile and with depth and this is what we get with our numerous... You know, they are pieces of art uh, and they're quite beautiful. So, look, thanks so much for coming onto the program. For people who want to know more about Outlines, you, they've got a website. It's just called mm. Outlines in South Melbourne. And, look, thanks, thanks for bringing this to my attention because um, otherwise it wouldn't. You know, I would have seen Demir Demar's store and just thought it was done in Paris. And I think that's saying something, that to actually get people in Melbourne... When there's, you know, I would have thought that have um, people in Paris who and have all those, all those yeah. techniques, and they don't, and that's something you should be really proud of. Yes, yes. yes. So thanks so much, Helen and Drew, for well, coming onto the show. Thank and you Stephen. for inviting us. And uh, so you've been uh, listening to Talking Design at RMIT University with Stephen Crafty. Thanks so much for listening.